Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. And that's if they return at all. Cooney Garu is played by Buell Richardson. Bruises seeing what's in stock, how fresh it looks for the herbs. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. They did not stat them because if you stat them, they will die. And Yogo Sojabo is played by Bren Thorson. Mm. Or just straight up murdered because he's a Kenshin's and Kenshin's don't fight, they kill. Now, on with our show. Following the corporal punishment of the uh, peasants who had stolen from you, you are able to go to bed and have a relatively good sleep. The occasional paranoia of waking up, checking your stuff, and then going back to sleep may occur. But all in all, you're well rested in the morning. You come downstairs and the innkeeper's there. Ah, good morning, good morning. Could I interest you in a hearty breakfast today? Yes. That sounds good. Thank you. I'm taking a glance at Toritaka Koyu. She just rolls her eyes. We might as well. Okay. Like, she's been here before. She knows the guy's scam, so I'm just going to have to roll well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, roll with it, I think. So you see, are seated down, and the food comes out. Just a pretty basic meal. You get miso soup for breakfast, and some rice, as well as some uh, grilled mackerel. Sounds great. Gru digs in. He's a little bit hungry after the last night. Will you be staying with us another night? No, we shall be leaving soon. At least I think. Are we leaving soon? Like, Are we all ready to leave? We should be on our way. I think we shall be ready to leave soon then. Thank you for your hospitality, Inkeep. Ah, such a shame. Then you'll be wanting to make even your stay here. Four rooms, five dinners, five hot springs, one sake, one pot of water, two mochi, and five breakfast, as well as the cleaning fee. 
that's going to come out to five Koku in all. All right. I'm going to do the most dishonorable thing a samurai can do and negotiate price. <laughs> all right. Rolling my eyes as, as uh, Soldier Boat does this. Five Koku, that is outrageous. Double check my commerce. <laughs> Which is two. It's one of my highest skills. <laughs> it's one of my higher skills. That's weird. I don't know why I put two in commerce. But I'm going to use this commerce if I ha- if I have to. And it's water, I believe, is negotiate or exchange. Uh, yes. And you're going up against his vigilance, which is a three. Uh, and actually, Guru is going to help. Guru does have commerce. OK. How is Guru helping? He's Guru. looming. Uh, no, it's. You're charging us a cleaning fee. We should be charging you a fee for not protecting our goods better. You are an innkeeper, are you not? You're supposed to be looking out for the your patrons and make sure they're not being robbed. Yeah, we would. I have to till the earth and hide the blood so that the next people coming by won't see it. It is quite the extra affair. Actually, the blood is there for the story of how the magistrates punished those who would rob from your customers. It should actually make people think that your that your place is more protected. So it's actually, again, a benefit to you. So you should be paying us for that. You can point to the saints and say that's what happened to the last people who tried to rob one of my guests. Beside the point, I got three successes. Thanks, Guru. I would have failed otherwise. And an opportunity, which I will use because this is an opportunity under water trade. Convince a seller to give you an additional 10% discount for an item you are buying. Well, the story will work. Uh, we can have a discount of this. Uh, what do you say to four Koku? Yeah, between the four of us, I think that's pretty, that's a lot. That is a substantial amount. That is about four years worth of rice for this one person. <laughs> about. Yep. Yeah. I'm mostly saying this for a little bit more narrative, so we have more to talk. For Koku, I could rent this place for a month for a place like this in Scorpion Lands for a month for that price. These hot springs are the finest. What are you talking about? Very well. Very well, fair. For you find magistrates to Koku. 
there is upkeep to be had in this place, and... Ah, uh, two cuckoo. I, 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 I agree to that price. I, I think that's... That's okay. I still think it's a lot. But we're samurai, and, and we shouldn't debase ourselves with money that much. <laughs> So as uh, Sojibo says that, Guru will pull out one of the Koku. And uh, I guess I will pull... Who, who's got more money? Like, I got... I don't know how much money I actually should have. Yeah, it's like zero. It's like I, money is no, I lost track like, of that, so... Yeah, it's like, we're samurai. We're not supposed to pay attention to money. No. I was. I had four Koku... Six. Oh wait, no. Actually, see, I had a koku. See, we're samurai. We don't pay attention to money, just like real life. But wait, did I say that aloud? Never mind. Nah. No, I pay attention to money in real life too much. Okay. So I'll chip in a koku. I don't know who else wants to. I mean, I say group pulls out a, a Koku and then you ship ship in the other bag is both the two Koku. Yeah. Uh, thank you, good samurai. Please tell your friends about this place and I will give you a discount on your next visit. So long as your friends say your name when they come and visit. So I know that you sent them. Very well, very well. <sighs> Yeah. Guru finishes up his breakfast. He gathers his things and walks outside. Looking at looks up at the sky and seeing the weather and seeing how enjoyable this journey next trip is going to be. So basically, did we let the guys go at this point? I got a question. Yeah, this is a question. Did we let them go or are they still locked in the shed? I thought basically we gave them the lashings and let them go. Yeah, but that was the middle of the night. They were probably really exhausted after that. They're probably in the shed. Or if there is a shed, I don't know if there's a shed. There's probably a shed. Um, there would have been something you could have locked them in overnight. Yeah, well, not necessarily lock. Well, maybe lock. Uh, I, and uh, very well. And for the two miscreants, and I will pass along. Just let me get the currency right. Uh, two more boo to the innkeeper. Let them out of the shed in about two hours. Ah, very well, very well. I can do that. There, that should give us plenty of a head start if we hurry. Let's go. (laughs) It is a bit more of a gloomy day when you set out. Uh, The clouds have rolled in, and it's just gray and, you know, Normal day for us. So in other words, the weather is mirroring Garuza's temperament right now. 
Yes. Gloomy, gray. Probably going to rain real soon. All right. Just as it's starting to rain, you see the impeccable stone workings of Mysuna Shiro. Uh, located at the base of the Twilight Mountains. It is the very northern edge of the Caillou Lands. As you go in, all structures there are made of stone and so perfectly crafted that there's hardly a seam to be seen. The stone fits so tightly. Well, I'm pausing and admiring this. Kitsuki, it's raining. Admire the stone later on our way back. And hopefully it won't be raining. Huh? And this is Yogo huh? saying it with their umbrella above their head. Hmm. Probably drier than the others at this point. <laughs> huh? Oh, oh, right, right, yes. <sighs> Let's go. Uh, you are greeted as you come in by the town guard. Everyone here is of the Mysuna family. Uh, there are a few Caillou who are studying the stone ma- masons do their work, but they are in the vast minority. Is, is the Mysuna, Ms. Yeah. Mysuya family a vassal family of the Caillou? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, just checking. I just want—I just wanted to know the proper uh, ordering here. I kind of assumed, but I didn't want to assume. All right, let's go. Uh, you have a chance to do some restock if you want. Their st- shops are pretty limited, but you can find a few things here to resupply after the fire and after the theft. All right, I say we resupply how much. And can we pay it via our uh, samurai, via the yes. emerald coffers? You are, you are an emerald magistrate in a okay. samurai town. You can use your clout to get what you want. So you are yeah. restocked. Uh, so let's go ahead and role play this a few, for a few items. What is what all do we need to get three sock? Uh, you need bed rolls or anything for sleeping outside. You've been barely making it through by getting into these inns and by the grace of peasants. And so the bed rolls completely burnt up. Um, you're running low on food stores. And other than that, um, you know, most of your supplies are okay. You don't, you'll only have the one backpack for carrying things. So it's the tarps, the ropes, sleeping rolls. If you want any other first aid supplies, you're running kind of low on that as well after patching up Psy. Yeah. Periodically checking for infection, so uh, who wants to do this? Um, Gru's actually going to go looking for the uh, some more bed rolls. 
and that aspects and probably at the same time can get some more uh, medicinal supplies bandages and stuff alright you come across an apothecary for the medical supplies uh, it is a very, very rare sight to be seen here it is a cooney Yeah, Gru walks in, starts looking over what he's got in stock. And just takes bruises, seeing what's in stock, how fresh it looks for the herbs, how uh, how much in the way of bandages and things like that he has. And he notices it's Cooney. It's like, ah, brother, how is it out this far out? It is what it is. Do you get me coming through? Many people? Hardly at all, but... You know, we need to be stationed throughout the countryside, especially close to the Twilight Mountains. That's very true. Yeah, my companions and I are traveling through, and we need... To replenish our supplies, we got into a bit of a scuffle with some Oni on the wall. And one of our companions was very da- very hurt. Well, they're lucky it was only hurt if they came across Oni. Yeah. Remind me, Chris, where did Sai get hurt? What was it that happened that he got hurt? The duel? Uh, that was the duel of the village, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, actually, a companion got hurt in a duel at a village. We were protect- defending a village from bandits. Come to find out that one of the quote-unquote defenders was a, bat- a bandit. Our companion dueled one but was very very badly injured and so we had to use most of our bandages and supplies on him so so you got any decent supplies what I've got is on the shelves plenty of herbs for making poultices Bandages. Uh, there's a decent supply, but I don't really need to restock all that often. Not much happens here. So it's a bit of a quiet post, though you're here if the need is there. I see. As <clears throat> is my face paint when needed. Nah. And yes, Gru still has his paint face paint on. And he has, he refreshes it every day. So, Guru looks around and starts gathering stuff together that he thinks we'll need. How much can, uh, how much stuff can, does Guru get? As much as Guru wants. Um, how much do we need, guys? 
ask Toritaka Koyu, how far are we out from Falconlands? Actually, would Gru have an idea how far out they are, how, how much farther the journey would be? Maybe. We are halfway there from Razor of the Dawn Castle. We'll be skirting the Shinnaman Forest, passing through the Forgotten Village, and then we will be at my homeland. How many more days do you think it will take us to travel that distance? At least four. Ah. Since it's taking you about four already. Okay. So, Gru gets a, a decent amount. Probably enough uh, bandages to last four days worth of uh, travel for injuries, for minor injuries. In herbs, he'll pick up some, uh, some minor herbs. And, what is there? So, on the journey to the Falcon Lands, do you know of any areas for herbs in that way? He's asking the uh, Goonie. Um, well, only those that grow at the edge of the Shinnaman Forest itself. It is not ideal. That is true. If need be, I will brave that area to get some more herbs, but hopefully we ha- will not have to. So, like I say, Gru picks up a, a fair amount and uses the Emerald Magistrate's uh, writ to reimburse him for it. All right. So you find an inn in town and are able to have a restful night. Nothing happens and nothing of interest really is going on in this town. If you like, you can explore and talk to the stonemasons or see if you can dig up any trouble. But otherwise, we can just move on. Oh, uh, I, I look at the others. Like, do we really want to stir up more trouble than we're already in? I doubt it. I do not want to stir up any trouble. Kitsuki, would you like to stir up trouble? Not really, no. Before so- we go on to our next leg, I should warn you. We will be passing or going around the Forgotten Village. It can be difficult to go through. And traveling around is going to add a day and bring us through the Shinnaman Forest. I recommend if we decide to go through to prepare ourselves spiritually before we enter. 
and not get caught in there after dark. I can agree with that. How far from here to the Forgotten Village? Uh, it's about a day. Or, sorry, about two days. So we sleep on this side of the village. And then the next day in the morning, we prepare ourselves. Yes. And travel through. And why don't each of you give me a culture roll, uh, Earth, TN2, to see what you know about the Forgotten Village. All right, that was a TN2 culture? Yes. Gru has two successes, an opportunity, and a strife. All right, what would you like to do with that opportunity? Uh, I need to figure out what can be done with an opportunity in this case with Earth. All right, while you're looking that up, how did uh, Kitsuki Akira do? Kitsuki got two successes, two opportunity, and a strife. Uh All right, what would you like to do? Recall a piece of information not related to the check. So GM's choice, recall a piece of information about the force, but not specifically about um, what we were looking for. So what you recall, since Toritaka Ko, you had mentioned the Shinnaman Forest, is that uh, the Shinnaman Forest is a very dangerous place. Lots of spirits and yokai are in that forest. And not the nice yokai that you've gotten to deal with most of the time, the real nasty ones. Onikuma. Yes, Onikuma. You do not want to face that. That is the... You, you remember in Vampire uh, the, the stats Abel had? Steve? Did you ever hear those stats? No, I haven't. You lose. That was Abel's stats in Vampire the Masquerade. That is pretty much an Onikuma in this edition. Ah. They haven't statted it out, but that's how I would stat it out. You lose. Because you normally can't deal with a bear. You usually lose against a bear. A giant killer bear? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I understand. They did not stat them because if you stat them, they will die. Yeah. Uh, I got three successes, two strife, and an opportunity. All right. What would you like to do with that opportunity? Uh, something dumb that's not really applicable, but remember a place where I can research or study the topic? Castle of Learning. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> they probably have a lot. Or the the the, the Shinjo or uh, Wardens, the Unicorn Wardens probably have a lot on it. Not so much about the Forgotten Village because it's on the opposite side of the Shinnaman Forest from the Unicorn. Oh. This is about the Forgotten Village? Okay. Yes. All right. What are you going to do with that, Bill? So, I'm going to do is to 
basically act carefully to minimize consequence of failure or the dangers could arise from the task. So basically to make sure that minimizing any false information he may remember. All right. Uh, you know that it's all of you know that it's a long dead village. And that time has made it dangerous to travel through because everything is dilapidated. You know that some well-meaning Shugenja have gone out there and attempted to purify the village only to either become inflicted with severe depression to the point where they're non-functional and that's if they return at all. Uh. It reminds you of your time in the Summerlands only much worse. They at least knew how to party there. Oh, right. I still have that monkey. I forgot about that monkey. <laughs> yes, you still have your monkey. Yeah, <sighs> don't forget the monkey. Do we need to draw him a couple bananas or something? No, he's been surviving. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to do in town? Not me. Nope. All right. So you set out and over two days travel the lands, the Shinneman Forest looming to your right, a terror of wood and moss. To your left, the foreboding Twilight Mountains, both getting ever closer. And you get to close to the Forgotten Village. Those of you tapped into the spiritual realms can feel it in your bones. And you set up to camp for the night. The magistrates stand before the gates of Wasureta Mura, the forgotten village. Well, here is where we must decide. We have three very bad options. We could go through the forgotten village. We could travel through the Shinneman Marshes. Or we could brave the Twilight Mountains. I, for one, have only ever gone through the Twilight Mountains. But it is long and arduous. It is easily the furthest distance of the three choices. If you wish for speed, then through the village is the quickest. But I will leave that up to you. Uh, what was the third one? The Shinneman Marshes. It's 
doesn't take as long, but it is tainted. Oh, let's let's not go that way. Agreed. If if you recommend, do you recommend the village or the Twilight Mountains? I have only ever gone through the Twilight Mountains, but it is inhabited by yokai. It can be dangerous, not just because of the yokai, but the terrain itself is very dangerous. Okay, because uh, I'd probably be taking stock of this. Uh, what is our supply supplies at i should ask like uh you have a sufficient amount of food that you've saved uh mm -hmm. you have enough to where if you have a delay in the mountains you'd get to the castle of the falcon maybe a little hungry but not starving okay okay so that that's what I was worried about. Like if we do, because um, yeah, so I'm remembering we in the have, we barely have enough to make it over the mountains with a little to spare, right? Yeah. So if we have enough to go over the mountains and have a delay, if that happens, because snow happens, especially this late in the year. Mm -hmm. uh, <sighs> well, I for one would. Um, trust your uh, past experience and I would suggest going over the mountains. If we are delayed, we might be a little hungry, but we can endure a little hunger, can we? I guess so. The All mountains right. sound good to me. Yeah. Then the mountains it is. As you walk towards the Twilight Mountains, they have a very imposing form, very jagged and rocky. You get to the base of a trail. Uh, the trailhead is marked with a Tory gate. So you know that this is the path that has been traveled on before. Or, or just a quick question. Are there any shrines to pray to first to go over the mountains? No. Okay, never mind then. You can say a prayer on your own if you like, but there isn't anything built or dedicated. Uh, there's very few people who go through here, so nothing would be upcapped. Well, yeah, but there, there's, okay. there might be something at the summit. But uh, nothing at the base then. Yeah, not really a yeah, Shugenja, but yep, sending off a little prayer to whatever friendly spirits are listening, please uh, accompany us. We'd appreciate your company. It's never a bad thing to pray to the Kami. As promised, the trail is arduous. Sharp rocks grind beneath your feet, and the sides of the walls seem to be carved from just ripping the earth apart. 
after some time, it opens up into a woodsy trail, but all the trees are barren. Yeah. Bad, bad energies in this place. But let's keep going. You can hear a chittering sound in the woods. And feel the pressure of something watching you. I'll keep my eyes out just for whatever is around. See in case I catch a uh, glimpse of something. Uh, I am going to send the the ink monkey. Can the, I forget? Can the ink monkey leave me? Yes. And I forget what it takes to command the ink monkey. <laughs> Uh, it is a uh, meditation void roll, TN1, uh, for simple commands. All right. Uh, would asking it to scout around be a simple command and like, uh, report yeah. back? Yes, that would be a simple command. Okay. Just a sec. I need to get my dice roller. Okay, I have a total of three successes and an opportunity. All right. Uh, what can I do with that opportunity? I don't have what I need open. I also got two strife. Don't let me forget the strife. Why is this so small? Weird. Sorry. So the ink monkey slides down off of you and you can see its little sh shadowy form travel along the surfaces because it's a two-dimensional creature it has to travel along those in order to see anything after a little bit of time as the sun's starting to go down it returns to you and it comes into the shape of what looks like probably a squirrel. And then it transforms into a bat. And then back into its normal monkey form. Okay, so we're either being watched by through something or it's a shapeshifter. Uh, what can I do with that opportunity? I would like to do something. Sorry, let me pull the opportunity table up here. Okay, so I'm going to feel a chill down my spine. Notice a sudden silence or detect another sign of the supernatural if there is a spiritual disturbance in the scene. Is this just paranoia or is this actually something uh, supernatural? This is something supernatural. All right. And with one opportunity, I will not. I know I will not be able to pin it down. All right. Thank you. All right. So you guys have kind of the options of what you want to do. It is getting to be nighttime. Koyu, where do you normally stay when you're traveling through here? I just camp on the trail itself. There are very few travelers, and none would go at night. 
I see. Do you have a specific section of trail that you normally camp at or just whenever it gets towards night, you prepare your camp? The latter. I see. Then we should probably look for a place that's large enough for us to prepare a camp. I would suggest that we all stay in the same tent as to share body heat. It will get quite cold up here, as Kitsuki yes. will most likely concur. Yes, I concur. Uh, question is, should we light a fire? Uh, should we light a fire, Toritaka? It does not hurt. It does not hurt. Okay, that is what I wanted to know. I was very fearful that would attract unwanted attention as we already have. All right, go ahead. Um, whoever's making the fire, do a survival earth. I'll do that. Because you are trying to produce a fire. Let's see, okay. And the other, one other person can roll. So uh, either. Bren or Buell, you can roll a survival water to look for a campsite. You'll be assisted by the other. All right. Two success, two opportunity, and one strife. All right. You easily make a fire. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to do with those opportunities? Uh, let's see. Make it durable. All so right. It'll last throughout the night. You build it in such a way that you won't need to do a whole lot of tending. Okay. How's your survival, Bren? I don't have any survival, so you will get a black die. Okay. Okay, I've got three successes, three opportunities, and two strife. Oh, you find a great campsite. You know, not too close to the trees so that your fire is not going to set the mountains alight. You know, nice and flat ground. Very few rocks that you have to brush away. It's wonderful. Yeah. Don't ask me how I was able to find such a great place so quickly, but I did. Kami guide you, apparently. Yeah. I'm going to use... Yeah. Yeah, I got to take two strife. Okay. Uh, yes, I now remember what this yokai is. <laughs> like, squirrel yokai, squirrel yokai, that rings a bell. Yokai, oh, yes. That was in the Kenshinzen storyline, story line, wasn't it, where... One of the Kenshins and killed a yokai on sacred grounds. This was that's a different squirrel yokai. Uh, <laughs> there are two squirrel yokai that are very, very similar. I thought they both. I thought that was the one that breathed bats. Was it? I'd have to actually look that up. It was the one that breathed bats because I remember it breathed bats. Yeah, that's the one he linked to. 
Yeah, was the no and that's the one he fought. Mm. Or just straight up murdered because he's a Kenshin's and Kenshin's don't fight, they kill. I don't see anything from a cursory search online. Uh, it's, yeah. But yes, yes, this is what you're going to be dealing with. <laughs> Squirrel vomiting rat bats. That is. <laughs> It's one of the weirdest yokai, and it's like it seems so normal yet so weird. Like, why oh, is this squirrel one of the breathing yokai? You don't know yokai. Well, it's about. like why is it breathing bats? Like, what triggered this? Like, some some yokai I can understand. Like, oh, this is probably the or like what actually happened. You know, just by okay reading the story, and then other hands, it's like. A, a butt with an eye hole, a, a butthole with an eye in it. I was just that one up. <laughs> I, I was like, I was okay, say, why? Kind of like a three-year-old telling stories as to why they're late. Yeah, I was and, just pulling shitty day up. I was accosted by a bat, and 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 it it breathed bats at me. It did. <laughs> All right, let's get back to actually telling the let's story. Yeah, the yeah. We, 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 could, we could go on to this for hours. <laughs> uh, save it for a quiet week and put it yes. up as an extra. All right. Real. So the campsite is all set. Sai turns to you. I will take the first watch. The rest of you get your sleep. Very well. Gru will not argue. I, I will not. I am. Like, what is his status right now? What is that? Not his status. Well, his status. His, his, his health? state. Yeah, his health. He is well enough that mm -hmm. he can fight. He's probably. In a sword fight, he's still better than Sojabo or, or uh, Guru. Yeah. All right. Uh, wake us immediately if you suspect anything is approaching our camp. Of course. The fire crackles and he, he sits with his back to the flame, looking out into the darkness. Bats flitter through the air and then more directly the bats begin to fly at him he bats the bats he hits the bats away from his face this is not natural Sojibo-sama Guru-sama, Kira-sama, wake up. Something is afoot. Okay. Please not be an actual foot. Guru wakes up, reaches over to grab his Naginata, and then looks around. All right, let's go ahead and roll initiative here. 
I'm assuming vigilance. This will be vigilance. Uh, hmm. And is this for a skirmish? Yes. Just check in. Okay, so I got two successes, two strife, and two opportunity. So let me record the strife. Getting up there. And I'm going to go ahead and can I, with those two strike, two opportunity, I mean, um, establish a terrain quality? Yes, you definitely can. Uh, I'm going to establish that there's some bushes that the bats are that are obscuring terrain from the bats. Okay. That we can get into, but the bats are going to have a hard time getting into because, you know, they're flapping their wings and they're flying around. I know it's complicated that way, but yeah. (laughs) Something that blocks backs, bats, so. A question for you, Chris. Has it been enough time that we probably would have gone through all of our strife already? Right down to zero. So you have to do stuff to get it from the halfway mark down. It doesn't just drop off. Right. Yeah, I and I don't I don't think we have had time to do stuff. Every so. night I grew would probably be working on polishing the weapons and armor. Which is what he does to relieve strife. I will let you drop three strife. Okay, it puts me down to four plus uh so then I'm like six with the last roll. I've got let's see, one, two, three, six successes and four strife. Okay. Yes. I had exploding explosions. And it's exploded into an opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, I had no opportunities. All right. And Steve, what did you get? Um, I'm keeping a success with a strife. Okay. Yeah. By the way, my my total would be nine with my vigilance of three. Yeah, I got a five. I got a four. I got a rock. (laughs) All right. So... So Gru gets first action. So what am I seeing as I wake up? Gru's or uh, inside of the tent. Okay. So I said, I reach over, grab my uh, Naginata, get up and exit the tent to see what Soju or what um, Sai is talking about. All right. You see a stream of bats all flying at his face. I'm going to try and hit the bats with the Naginata. Basically intersperse the Naginata between them and this face. To all right, because of the, re- the weapon, I'll let you do that. Yeah. So I'm going to... I'm going to assume it's going to be a martial arts melee. 
Oh, yes. Is that. Okay, give me a moment. Okay, on six dice, I have one success with a not, with a strife on it, and five blanks. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to be mean and remind you that A, technically readying a weapon's an action, and C, it's increased due to the movement you just did. But I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> Like that, 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 that hurt. Like, I know your roles on that. Now you were in earth stance, weren't you? Yep. Uh. Both of my melee dice are blank. <laughs> Three of my earth dice are blank. And one is a success with a strife. Oh, if only you were a void Shugenja, those blanks would be useful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm like going, okay, I'm keeping uh, a blank. <laughs> I don't need the strife. No, you do not. Okay. All right. So you are, are just able to move up next to Sai, and you have your weapon ready, but you're maybe a little tired and can't quite get the weapon in place to where you'd like. All right. What does Sojibo do? Okay. Just let me. Sojibo gets up and casts. That's probably the movement is to get up. Uh, Technically, I think I can't perform a move action or something to get up. I don't know. Getting up is weird in this system. Yeah. But I'm going to cast Bow of Water again to hopefully okay. make the Yumi. Let's see what I get. All right. I think it's a TN1, if I remember correctly. I don't think I have any injuries. Is there any unbalanced issues that would increase the TN? No. If you'd gone to the swamp, the marsh, yes, but yeah, in that's... Twilight Mountains, no. Okay, so it is a. I I didn't get any strife on it. Oh, excuse me, but I did succeed with one success and two opportunity, which allows me to turn it into a bow, and immediately perform a strike action. Okay. Can I see the any of the bats through the, cra- see, through the opening that Guru made? You can see the stream of bats coming All out. Right. Uh, any TN increases? Um, are you just aiming at the stream of bats? Yeah. No, no TN increases. Okay, I'm just checking. So it's a TN2. Yep. Uh, if you're aiming for the lousy. the source point of the bats, then there it would be a TN3. Okay, so uh, I got three successes and one opportunity, so that's six damage. And I'm going to use that opportunity. Uh, I should reduce my strife, but I'm going to I'm going to ignore a part of their physical resistance. So one point, it goes past, it basically goes one past their soak. 
All right, you you kill one of the bats. I kill one of the bats. But ah. as it hits the ground, it turns into a black smoke. Yeah, not surprised there. All right. Well, at least we know they can be killed. <laughs> well, at least we know they can be killed. Oh, that's too many words, but whatever. I don't worry about it. I think of it more in syllables. Toritaka Koyu gets up and draws her katana and is just prepared. Now it's uh, Kitsuki Akira. Okay. Get up. Uh, grab a katana. Uh, do a quick draw and... I'm going to slash it at the uh, source of the bats. All right, you're not going to be able to get that far. Okay. So movement just to get close Unless there. you have Ayajutsu Strike. Which I do. Okay, then Yeah, he's camp. using that. Okay, so... It is going to be a TN3. Okay, and I've got... Uh, three success, one opportunity, one strife. All right. And what's the damage on an Ijutsu strike? Uh, let me take a look. I think it's equal to the deadliness. Let's see. Make it seven. Yeah, deals physical damage to the target equal to the weapon's deadliness plus bonus successes. There was no bonus successes, so, yes, so uh, you just do seven damage. Just do seven damage. Well, five, because it's in a one-handed grip. Oh. Right. Yes. Seven five. is a two-handed grip. Two-handed, so, yeah. yeah. Ready you see the stream grip. of bats stop suddenly as this little creature closes its mouth. It looks like a squirrel. And it has just jumped aside. A moment later, it lunges at Kitsuki Akira and grapples onto your face. Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta do this. It's, it's mandatory. It's got sharp, pointy teeth! <laughs> I can read! Look at the bones, man! And there's our Monty Python reference for the night. Thank you and good night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with this, you'll be taking damage on your turn if you fail to remove the score, the no depu from your face. Squirrel. It's not squirrel. the face. Two more streams of bats come out, both at the same time, and both aimed at Yogo Sojabo. Yeah, ooh. Now, you're in water stance? Yes. Okay, so that's TN2. All right. 
So it does three damage. Twice. Is that supernatural? No. Okay, I'm just. These are physical bats being hurled at your face. It does three damage two times. So two damage. Yes. The bats aren't the scary part. It's the blood-sucking squirrels that are the scary it's part. It's the blood-sucking squirrels that uh, breathe out the bats, yes. All right, it is Guru's turn once more. How far from Guru is Akira? Uh, like two steps in front of you. Yeah, so Guru sees this squirrel jump at Akira. He... He switches stances from earth <clears throat> to water and flowing, reaches out his hand and just grabs the squirrel. I've got four successes, two strife, and an opportunity. This is using martial arts unarmed? Yep. Okay. Just making sure you're not using melee. No, no, I was my melee and my unarmed are exactly the same. I've got right. two in each. So I said, Gru comes over and goes, grab, pull. So he's got the squirrel in his hand. A sucking pop sound occurs as you pull the squirrel off. As if there was a vacuum on his face. Little claw marks can be seen along the sides of Akira's face. <laughs> Thanks, Gru. Yeah. And Gru's starting to squeeze. Probably take a while to kill it by squeezing it. Because he doesn't want to let go of the same thing. It's going to get action, too. No, I, I figured that. But it's in my hand. Um, how much damage actually do I do? Punch is one. So I that think. would be three points of damage. No, two points of damage. So is a TN three? Yes. Okay. It was an air stance. Now it flew through the air, so of course. <laughs> Good thing I got four successes. All right. It is Yoga Sojibo's turn. Okay, moving, uh, using two free movements to move in position and then to the, to the bushes to try and get some cover from these bats. Uh, I'm going to uh, shoot one. Can I see the other two squirrels or no? No. What are they? Nobu Nedo Nedopos Nedopa. I don't know how to pronounce that. Nedopu. Nedopu. No Depu. No Depu. That that sounds more. That sounds right. No Depu. Okay. Can I see the other two? No Depu. Uh, you can see them. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him. 
Okay. Uh, well, you can shoot one. Modest. Good point. Okay, so that's uh, four successes, two opportunity, and five strife. <laughs> and these are an air stance. So that's another six damage at them and a crit. So I'm using the strike action, which is a deadliness three. All right. Um, so you, you wind up killing one of them. Excellent. Thanks to your crit. <laughs> I actually was looking up minion rules not too long ago. Apparently, if you deal seven straight damage to them, they well, after you knock them unconscious, well, when you knock them unconscious, they just straight up die. <laughs> All right. Toritaka Koyu lunges at the other point of bats and does a slash. What is Katsuki Akira going to do at this point? Okay, so so we've currently got uh, two active. One of them is currently in um, Garusan's hands, and the other one, uh, Toritaka, is slashed at. Yes. Uh, how close am I to the? Um, other one that's still up, the one Toritoko just slashed at. Um, it is a bit of a ways. So one movement or two? It would take two movements. Hmm. Don't think I can get there in a wider stance, could I? You could get there, but you wouldn't be able to do anything. That's what I thought. So, okay, so he's got his katana out. He gets a free, basically, movement, and then a movement action without a check, so that's two movements. And he'll be in what range of that? That's a range one weapon. Yeah, he'd yeah. be in range one. So, so he yeah, could yeah you, could do, you can do an attack. Do an attack in water stance, okay. Yeah. So let's do that. And that's uh, three successes, one opportunity. All right, you just hit it. Okay. So what, what can I do to the opportunity for? Now, are you doing this one-handed or two-handed? Uh, switch to two-handed. Okay. Uh, you cut it down. Okay. The stream of bats stop and the squirrel falls to the ground, bleeding. Okay, I can, I can use that opportunity to offset the uh, strife. Okay. All right, the squirrel... Uh, sorry, the nodepu in... Guru's hand 
clamps its teeth into the soft part between the thumb and the uh, index finger and starts twisting its body around while sucking blood. Because I'm assuming you're only trying to squeeze it with one hand. And it's it's sizable. Yeah, because I had a I got my 99 in the other hand. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not able to get a full grip around it, so it's going to be able to break free. But is it breaking free? Well, let's see what the dice have to say. All right. Uh, I'm. What stance are you in? I was in water. Okay. And what is your ring value in water? Three. Okay. So I'll make this a TN three. And I just make it with three. Okay. So it breaks free and jumps back into the shadows. And it is Guru's turn. Okay, so it jumps into the shadows. Do we lose sight of it? Uh, you cannot see it from... Uh, but you can guess at where it's at. Okay, so I'm going to do a guess at where it's at. All right. Move, move to try and strike it. All right, this will be a TN4. Okay. One, one moment. I've got four successes, three strife. All right. You hit him. So um, where was that picture again? That is a damage six. Because there's right. no extra successes. You kill him. So, basically, I slice through them, slice back through, slice through. Basically, I'm <clears throat> I'm taking out some of my frustration on it because I w went well over my, or I just can't say well over, but I did go over my strife level. <laughs> I have thirteen out of twelve. Well, that's not well over. That's nothing. That's why I said not well, but over. That's almost not even you worth. Uh, unless we're continuing combat, that's almost not worth no. even unmasking for. No, he's, you're not continuing combat. He's not unmasking. He's just still pissed. Like, <laughs> he's making sure it's dead. I, I just want to picture when Yogo's Sojabo got attacked by the bats. It's the scene from Scooby-Doo where they're trying to throw off the bats and they're doing that weird dance. <laughs> Yoinks! And Gru does eventually calm down some. I turn to Sai, see if see if he's okay. I'm fine. I will survive, but perhaps someone else can take the next watch. I understand. 
I'll probably take Nick's watch then. Your face is bleeding. <sighs> is it actual bleeding or the status or is it just something that can be tended to by medicine? It's something that can be tended to. He's not. He does not have the bleeding status. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I was worried about that. Get me some rags and, and the mirror. I can do this. Um, let's see. Gru has Gru has medicine and Gru will actually tend to it. And then he'll tend to his own hand, which is bleeding a bit. You need me to roll for this or is this just going to no, be a... This is okay. basic first aid. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. No. I'm not having a, oh, you rolled a one. You cut off his arm. Good. I put on a bandaid. Oh, you rolled a one. You got a tourniquet on his neck. What? Yeah. (laughs) So if you're unskilled, I would make the check. But since you got skill in it, like, yeah, this is superficial wounds. It's like something I've seen before. Thanks. All good. Tori Takakoyu looks at the four of you. You do like to attract trouble, don't you? We were trying. I think I may be cursed. Um, I think they think that I'm tasty or something. Maybe. This is my fourth trip through the mountains, and this is the first time actually seeing a yokai here. Let us not make this a habit, shall we? We try not to, but it's not our fault that we have a destiny. We don't look yes, for trouble. The trouble finds us well enough. It's our karma. We must have pissed off uh, powerful yokai in a former life, and they're after our, after us. <laughs> it's not the first strange yokai we had to fight. Did, did we ever tell you the story of the Jiroguma? Uh, Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Asmodee International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy, Recording, Editing, and Sound Design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at facebook.com backslash SodgePodRPG, and SodgePodRPG.podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. 
Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grab J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.